Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Good evening. Good evening. Hi. Hi, y'all. That, that, that was a very unhorror movie, Todd. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm the first one killed in the in the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we That'd could jump into the running me. car. <laughs> we could go into the barn with all the chainsaws. Yeah. I like I love those commercials. Those are great. Yeah, they are good. Welcome to episode fifty-one of the Play It By Your podcast. Or is this fifty-two. 52? 52, 52. 52. 52. 52 of the Play by Your podcast. Welcome to my compatriots, Brady Liming and Todd Griffin. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm running with it. All right. Uh, we welcome you. We welcome the uh, eight now people, nine. And rooms. Room is filling up. Ten people chime in, as always. Sign in on the guest register uh, to let us know you're here. And uh, as always, feel free to chime in as we go through in the show. Your Ching. input, Ching. Uh, your input uh, helps us to be uh, what we are. And Brady's already gone. <laughs> All right. Well, he'll be back hopefully. All right. Uh, Miss Wilson is in the house. Hello, Miss Wilson. So wavy. Uh, Mr. Heron, welcome. Hello, James. And uh, look, how, look how quick you swapped. Uh, well, not quite. So say, look how quick you switched that. But slide of hand. Now I'm slide of hand. Very mate. nice. Right. Josh Michael, welcome Hello, back. It's been a while since you've been here, Josh, I think. All right. Again, this is episode 52 of the Play By Your podcast. We want to invite you to visit our website at www.playbyyourpodcast.com. Got it. And you can register for updates on our show. You have to just go to the webpage, uh, scroll all the way down, and then you can uh, put your email address in. You can uh, get our email newsletter. And, you know, I have this capability of putting up the uh, the website on our screen. I've never done that. Do it. Ooh. Do it. I'm do going it. to do that. Do it. Do it. Can do we make it. the hand motion, Todd? The old, do it. <laughs> so there's the website. Ooh. And as I said, if you scroll all the way down, actually, you can do it in here because I kind of rearrange things, but you can register right there, right near the top of the page, or you can also scroll on down and register at the bottom. Uh, but either way, uh, right at the top of each page, our audio feed, our video feed, our calendar, which as you see, episode 52 is there on our calendar, and episode 52 will be released on audio on the 19th on Friday, as always, at 3 a.m. That's when we release those. So, uh, by the way, we got our audio feed fixed. We mentioned that last week. We had a little glitch in that, but it's all back now. Uh, 
go on back if you haven't had the opportunity, listen to episode 50, episode 51, and again, 52 will be up on uh, Friday. Man, we are indeed high-tech rednecks. Look at that. Yeah, we're Fancy schmancy. Definitely rednecks. That's for sure. Looks good. Good work, Fiscus. Right, Excellent. You. Our tech man. All right. So if you don't know how the show works, if you've never been here with us before, we each come to the table with a topic. We will talk 20 minutes on that topic or thereabouts-ish. I guess I should just say ish. That's kind of where it is because we never really stay in those boundaries, but it's kind of a little bit of a, I don't know. Self-discipline. Yeah. Or outside discipline because we have to do self-discipline, I guess. That is true. But uh, that's what we have. We have not talked about these topics previously other than to say, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> literally, uh, with Brady, it was about 30 seconds before we went on. Hey, what are you doing? So we'll all find out together. And Brady, as we see on the screen, he's first. Todd is second. Now, why am I? You have to swap us now. Yeah, there you go. What do you have in your hand there, Todd? Oh, I always have my... My little oh, dude here. Yeah. It didn't look like that. Um, my mind has been ruined by the little chew toys that's being left around my house by the puppy. It looked like a chew toy. And I'm like, oh, cool chew toy. That's on my floor right now. Yeah, this is just my but, little stress dude. Stress dude. In case I get stressed out talking with y'all. Oh, hey, it happens. Let's join the list. All right, Brady, you're up. All right. So we are here to talk about something. Um, I, I'm an optimist. I like to be chill. But sometimes some things really grind our gears and we're revisiting pet peeves. It's that time of year. Well, what day isn't it time of the year for pet peeves, right? It's that time of the day. That time of day. That time of day. So um, these, this comes from a list that um, just generally pet peeves, things that annoy people horribly. And uh, this tends to be like the uh, anthology list. And I'm going to start off with the first one, and it is – I'm just going to call it food shaming. So, so hang on one second. So we're revisiting – just to throw in there, we're, the last Pet Peeves episode we did, we were sharing our Pet Peeves. Yes. So this is a little different format, I believe. Uh, if you have a list, we're probably not going to be sharing ours. Is that right, Brady? That is correct. We're going from this um, this other list, and uh, we're going to chime in, and we're going to give our two or three cents – and um, see what you guys think, too. Like, is this something that annoys you? Is this a pet peeve? Or is this just something that somebody's blowing smoke about on the list and they need to loosen up? Pet peeve. Pet peeve. Rhymes with chicken peeve. <laughs> Don't say Vam it. it. Vam it. Vam it. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, um, on the last poster, did you like the uh, Vam it clip art that I, I found? I did, yes. So. I still think the poster should have just been your foot. And that's it. Oh, man. I, I'm surprised we had no takers on that. We had no... Uh, oh, you no. don't want to be a taker. <laughs> so, and I'm sorry. I was starting with food shaming. Now, if you're not sure what food shaming is, the way this defines it as when somebody tries to tell you to eat something that you don't, you know very well that you don't like. Now, this isn't something, oh, try this for the first time. No, this is something that you know you don't like it would be like hey brady try this tuna fish salad you'll love it no i hate tuna fish salad it's white it's fish and i don't like it no go ahead you'll love it if you try it no well, i will vam it and then therefore that is where it becomes what you should have st- he's gone 
<laughs> Go ahead, Tom. I was getting ready to light his ass up. Uh, <laughs> He shouldn't start with food, first off, because we'll spend this entire epi- or this entire topic about food. Yes. He's he's a food shamer the other way. <laughs> yes. There you are. are. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about you behind your back. Brady, hey. I said you shouldn't have started with food. We won't get beyond food, I can guarantee it. Because you are a food shamer. No. The opposite <laughs> yes, the opposite way. No, I, I don't try to impose my will. I, I'll say don't eat no no you can't eat that white stuff i just might make an opined face that i don't like the white stuff but i won't meaning say, if, if someone is eating it near you you're you're basically vomiting right yeah yeah the whole time well, it's it. like you know i won't stand up at the table and point my finger and it's like you you gad you scoundrel get that ranch away from me i'll just let you enjoy it but i won't shame you about it so, but no, like you've had it happen. You know, you don't like something and somebody's like, come on, you'll love it. Don't be like that. No, I've been like that. I'll yak. Stop. <laughs> when I say I got a yak, <laughs> I don't mean I got a hairy buffalo living in my backyard. <laughs> it never gets old. It doesn't. Yes. I'm sure it does to our audience, but, uh, but to us, it doesn't. Todd, but because that's about the third or fourth time, could you? Give them a heads up what you're talking about. I actually don't remember what it's from. I think it's from Ren and Stimpy. I think no, it is. No, that's Yak Shaving Day. That, that's so, definitely Yak Shaving Day. That's different, yeah. I can't remember what that's from. If anyone and you live your knows. shavings come on the sink. <laughs> but anyway. So, have, but, but is a little bit of food shaming okay if it's something you haven't tried? Okay. What if you, what if you are jumping the gun on not liking it just because you don't think you would like it? Well, are you okay with a little bit of? I, I, no, and that's okay. That's okay. It's like, hey, have it. Like, I know you guys aren't Indian food fans, or maybe not. But so, if I said, hey, try this tandoori chicken, and you guys might have no idea what it is, it's like, come on, you, you've never tried it. But if now, I be tried careful to, here, we have a we have large Indian fan base. Oh, and l- let me be totally. I love Indian food. And it's not that they dislike it; they just haven't had much occasion to eat it. Am I correct? That's I, yeah, so, I I am honestly at my current age, I am pretty much a person that will try anything food wise. Um, so I, but, you know, it doesn't mean I would like it, but I would try it. You're right, I just haven't gotten to try yeah. it. But but I would be willing to bet if there were a food category you didn't like, even if you've never had it, you wouldn't try it. If it had any creamy sauce on it, you're not <laughs> having it, even if you've never no. tried it. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was talking about. It's like, you know, if you've never had tandoori chicken, I was like, oh, try it. And if you, but Eric, if I said, Eric, here's this Big Mac, try it. You'll love it. You will love it. <laughs> yeah, I did. See, that doesn't even fall in the rank. You know, I have a history with Big Macs, like Tom's yeah. Chicken PM. But, 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 but if somebody, if you, if you, if you say that and say, oh, I had a bad experience, they should let it go. They shouldn't keep at you like a dog on a bone, you know. Uh, so. Here's here's the here's the only retort for someone who won't try food to eat that you want. You don't know what you're missing. You don't know what's good. That's what you. That's what you need to say. Oh, you don't. You don't know what's good. A, and then I find that offensive. You are I not do know smart enough, good. or <laughs> I do know what's good. Thank you very much. And you may have a different, but yes, I know what's good, and I know it ain't dead. Yeah. <laughs> no a tuna fish salad. I've never heard anybody call it tuna fish salad. Hold on, you're saying that wrong. Tuna, tuna fish salad. 
Harish fist. Salad. Salad. I've never heard, but I've never heard because I, you know we've talked about people calling it tuna fish before and why that and cod fish and why that doesn't make any sense. Beef but people don't usually say tuna fish salad. Chicken they just bird. Say tuna salad. <laughs> Correct. Also, they don't say fish salad. That yeah. just sounds gross. And, yeah. and, and now I'm I'm getting ready to dive down my rabbit hole of or a lupine dis- excursion of a, yeah of no that's not a salad. No it's salad. Spread. It's a spread. It's a, <laughs> it is a spread. It's a sandwich spread. Indeed. Um, All right, Brady. Let's, moving let's, on. Yeah. No, moving on. Uh, by the way, I'll give one of you guys five bucks if you order the grilled chicken bird the next time you go through it. <laughs> okay. So the next on the list is talking during a movie. Talked all through the movie. So, um, you know, I this is a breaking new ground. This is always near the top of every list. It says uh, the purpose of going to see a movie is to experience the film, not the person talking behind it. Now, everybody could tolerate a little bit. We we've laughed yeah. about bad experience. <laughs> um, you know, not we've had bad experiences at the movies. Like is that person gonna die? Is that person gonna? You know, n- no, I'm not even talking about like um you know, a little bit of cell phone light or anything. I'm talking about like people talking. Yeah. So the, I, I'm going to sound like an ageist here, um, <laughs> but typically it is a certain age group that frustrate me at a movie. And typically it's a certain kind of movie. It's two, two genres. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to follow <laughs> up. my. Nervous. <laughs> I'm going to follow up my ageist. Wait, here's the thing. I have two teenagers. So I feel like, you know, I somewhat have some room to talk here. But typically it's teenagers at movies that bug me. And typically it's teenagers during scary movies where one person will act way more scared than they need to be. And then the, ne- the, the 20 people with him will laugh out loud for 15 minutes every single time the scary person jumps. We have a good friend of ours who's a very uh, jump scares and stuff, really scare, and, and her reaction is usually quite humorous. But we don't ruin everybody else's movie in the theater by laughing about it for 15 minutes at a time each time. But then what happens is then you laugh at the person, and yeah. then that person does it even more. And I'm not talking to our friend. I'm saying this is my, my pet peeve. That person does it more and more and more to try to get – now it's about the laugh. It's not about being scared. And my second – least favorite genre when it comes to people running it is comedies or comedies um because people will laugh out loud first off you should be able to stif- to stifle a laugh keep keep it down in your in your belly do it <laughs> yeah you don't you you don't laugh out loud to where especially with a lot of comedies that are bang 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 like a lot of funny stuff and yeah. you miss the next 17 jokes because the person is still laughing at, at the one joke. I can't tell you how many movies I've watched later at home. And I'm like, I don't even remember this at all in the theater. I don't remember that line. I don't remember that joke. I don't remember. And it's because somebody was ruining it for me. Do, do you know the movie that, that is the most true about, but I don't blame anybody because I was just as bad during that one was South Park. I know what Park, you're going to say. Movie. South Park, the movie. Yes. Yeah. We were like, kid, yeah, oh, we were, uh, yeah. Guffawing. That we were. Um, but let me, let me, Make up for my ageist comment there. Yes, I was I was dogging on teenagers there a little bit. But the last time I was at a movie where I remember that being a, a big deal, it was actually older people. Uh, I would say mid fifties to to Brady's gone. I would say mid fifties to mid sixties. It was a group of about twenty people, and they were extremely loud the entire movie. 
Um, they, they talked out loud almost like they were just like we are now. Uh, so it, it is not only teenagers, but so I guess I am, uh, I'm an equal opportunist when it comes to hating on people at movies. And as much as I love to talk, I am dead silent at a movie typically. I, I mean, I, I, I don't like talking in the room with me when there's a movie. I don't like talking. I don't want my kids talking in the, their bedrooms. I don't want anybody talking when there's a movie. On. I don't want the neighbors talking. I don't want dogs outside barking. Crickets need to shut it. <laughs> Stifle those legs. The, the most embarrassed I've ever been in a movie where I was trying to stifle a laugh and I made the worst whoopee cushion bite labial frickin' of I was like, I was holding it back and I'm like, and I couldn't hold it. And it was, it was really bad. And then I got to laugh at it myself. And then our friend Doug, we got to laugh. And it was, um, during this one particular scene in Private Parts uh, by Howard Stern, which wasn't that great of a movie, but this one scene, like, I, I lost it, and I was trying to hold it so bad, and I ended up making two times as much more noise than I intended to. Yeah. <laughs> so is, is that, uh, Todd, you say you should be able to stifle your laugh? Yeah. Now, Brady made more noise than he needed to when he tried to stifle his laugh. It's true, yeah. Yes. And thank you for correcting me. You, stifle was the word I was looking for. I said stifle, and I was getting... My words mixed up. My a, my. It's uh, an Archie Bunker word. My ageism was uh, was affecting my uh, my thought. <laughs> Your judgment. But yeah, but you know, if you guys, if I was going to make you feel uncomfortable with that, uh, I'll, here we go. I'll make you feel uncomfortable. One of the movies that stands out um, in my head that I remember being super annoyed was The Passion of the Christ. Um, I went to see it at Maysville, and there was a lady beside me who felt like she had to give the people with her uh, an out loud uh, Bible. Uh, lesson the entire movie so like Ooh. every every character every you know now there's judas now there's i mean like and it was like and then every every time it showed jesus i it was bless his heart oh oh bless his heart it was just out loud the entire time and i mean while i i appreciate the emotion not what i want to hear while i'm watching a movie the entire so did time she did she give her bible lesson in king james i don't you know me or i don't know judas, I don't, oh judas it's is, judas Heath who come from Iscariot. Yeah, it was, Walketh it was with Jesus since age 28. You know that you know, kind of thing? While I respected the fact that from... she, yeah, exactly. While I respected yeah. the fact that she was over, you know, overwhelmed by emotion, but, but I just, it was the entire movie and it was out loud. She wasn't even yeah. trying to whisper. It was just, oh, bless his heart. Bless his heart. Here it comes. Bless his heart. I'm like, all right, I know the story. I know what's going to happen, but I still want to watch, you know, I want to watch it for myself here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I can so imagine. Comments. Okay. Oh, I forgot about the comments. Yes, uh, Kirsten, welcome. Hey. hey, Kirsten. Hey, Kirsten. Wait, was your nose itching, Kirsten? <laughs> nose itching. Is that or your ears itching? What happens? What ringing? What happens when someone's talking about you? Uh, your um, ears burn. Ears burn. Ears okay. burn. Yeah. Or depending. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Uh, so Miss Wilson, her daughter was at a friend's house. It happened to be on a sibling's birthday. Uh, Kelsey, her daughter, hates cake. But the dad, who happens to be a bit muscular and intimidating, insisted that Kelsey had a piece of cake. You will eat cake. <laughs> eat, eat that cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you run it backwards, like where it's like read the cake. That is Ron White, Joe. Yes. Thank uh, you. No wonder <laughs> I wanted to say it in a southern drawl when I start to say it every time. When I say I got a yak, Todd's line was a Ron White line. <laughs> 
Gary Troutman, that is true. MST3K and Rift Tracks are example of okay to talk during a movie. Yes. And we are so much fans of that that we love them and actually a big influence on us. Well, let's be but, honest. Those aren't movies yeah. that you really need to, the movie, if you oh. were just watching the movies without the movies me, awful. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you're Gary, ready for, sorry, go ahead. I got a lot of comments here. Laugh shaming. Gary says talking. laugh shaming. Yeah. During the movie. And uh, Jim says Todd's buzzkill. <laughs> Becky. Hello from Monmouth, Illinois in the central time zone. Home of the drain cleaners. I, I, it was from Illinois, so I'm sure they had a crazy mascot. <laughs> the Scots. That's the college. Scots. Uh, yes, uh, Kirsten's ears were burning. Matt Young. Hello, Matt. Happy belated birthday. birthday, Matt. Yes, happy belated birthday, my friend. Uh, Anne Marie, what gets me going, what gets me about going to movies is when you are so into the movie and someone who has seen the movie talks uh. about what is going to happen next. Yeah, yes. this is where Bruce Willis goes to the window. Watch. <laughs> of course, Bro. you know, you could say that at any Bruce Willis movie. And That's would true. it really be ruining it? I just thought of another movie-related pet peeve, though. With, uh, that couple comments ago when, when uh, she was talking about um, them ruining it, if they've seen it. I, I hate almost, just, almost as bad when you're watching a movie at home and someone's watching it and they haven't seen it. And they have to go to the bathroom or go to, the, to get a drink or whatever. And you go to pause and they're like, oh, you don't have to pause it. Your ass. I do have to pause it <laughs> because I want you to see it. I want you to understand what's going on because it never fails. Then they come back and they're lost and they ask what's yeah, going on or what they happened. They ask you to recite Joseph Campbell's hero's journey arc to get them yeah. caught up. Yeah, And you have to pause it anyway. You just <laughs> yes. paused it the first time. No yes. questions would have been asked. Right. Exactly. Been more seamless. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Good Which point. I don't know if this will be squirm worthy as it makes me, but it might. People who walk too slow. Well, I, I, I'm a slow walker, so. Um, <sighs> I, at college at Moorhead State, there was. Hang on. Hang on. I'm a slow walker. I, I, I don't know that, like, I was going to say, you know, we've, we've probably talked about this in other episodes, but going to the mall with Eric Fiscus uh, circa 1990 to 1998 was the <laughs> slowest walk through a mall ever. And it wasn't because you were a slow walker. It's because you knew everyone. That's why you walk slow because you're waiting for someone to come up and talk to you that you know, no, so you don't want to be rushing off. But yeah, it's, uh, don't I've, be spent, rude. I've spent less time in museums than <laughs> walking through the mall with you. So you guys know this isn't like a technical error. Um, th there's like no, it's just like little zaps and it goes away. It comes right. It, it's the computer, I think. Anyway, apologies. There was this place in Moorhead State where um, it was a main thoroughfare to get from class to class, and it was the only way there, okay, and especially on rainy days. And if you got stuck behind some play, play body slow and you had to get to class, it was a nightmare. And a lot of times, you know, if you were behind the slow walker, they could kind of feel the tension and turn around and give you the old stink eye, like, you know. It's not like I'm honking a horn, but. Let, let me also say, gentlemen, you both are tall. 
Some of us just got short ass legs. Leave us be. Let us walk at our pace. We're giving it all we got. We just can't go any faster. And I, Do you have, I, I mean, think about that though. I mean, it's not. I don't think slow walking is always purposeful. No. Oh, no. trust me. Yeah, there's sometimes it has to happen. Like I said, well, no, I'm just saying again. It's all about your build too. If you have long legs yeah. and your strides are are superior to mine, then you're going to get there <laughs> faster. Um, and the thing about it is, like, you know, I think most people are patient about it, but there's sometimes where the person in front of you knows that you need to be expedient, and they're not obliging, and they're being contrarian, and it's like. Mm. That 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 was that was pretty aggravating, pretty aggravating. Okay, okay. so there's an extension to this one in my mind, mm-hmm. and it, it's just a generalization of people who are unaware of their surroundings. And you know, it could be the slow walker, it could be just bumbles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you bumble like. beeps. <laughs> Yes, that is the colloquialism for the for said people. Um, yeah, it's like you said, Brady. I mean, uh, these people know that you're trying to get somewhere and you're behind them. And it's like they purposely don't acknowledge you or they truly don't acknowledge you and don't even know you're there. So the people you're talking about are being contrarian. But then there's a whole other subset of people that just really have no... The bumble foolery. Exactly. So, um, the bu- yeah. The bumble, the bumble fornicators. <laughs> oh, is, that an is-, is that an ism? That is an ism. That is an ism. Bumble coitus. We're all the above. Oh, man. Um, I got a. Now, this one. Speaking about yourself in third person, now I don't know about you guys, but Brady Liming does not like it when people <laughs> speak in third person. Yeah, meow, Fredo, meow, meow, witches. Um, so, uh, yeah, I only know a couple people that did that, and I gotta admit, it was pretty <laughs> annoying. I'm su- I'm surprised as big of a, a wrestling fan as usual you've always been, because ra- wrestlers are notorious for talking in indeed. The heels are. You're supposed to dislike them. Yeah, that's true. I have a court off. We're making, you know, and he would, yeah, you're supposed to dislike him. Gotcha. I, I, I think there's only one legitimate quote unquote good guy that could get away with that Muhammad Ali. Yeah. I mean, Muhammad Ali was what he was. I don't know that anyone disliked him, you know, he, but he was very brash and he talked in third person all the time. That was okay. Yeah. It, it, was, it was funny. I think he meant to be funny. The same idea as wrestling too, though. When it's your job to to work up the, you know, the the player heel role to get the you know, get some heat. As well, but they even say if in the you, business. yeah, like, and even if you're not a heat, if it's you know, if you're if it's your job to intimidate and trash talk your, if you have an opponent that you are talking to, then I think it work, I think work up good. the lather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, there was an old Saturday Night Live um where Al Franken did the um weekend update or whatever it was and he did the whole segment in third person by saying i al franken which i'm not a fan but that was a really funny segment 
and um that yeah so pretty annoying not too many people do that but we can all i think we could all reach consensus on that do you want to do another one got a few comments first okay april flowers welcome she wishes she during the movie it's her pet peeve joe says slow walking is fine just don't take up the whole hallway slash sidewalk slash path with your friends yes and Miss Wilson chimes in. I don't remember anyone having hallway rage at school. Now, now, Miss Wilson, you were all the way on the end of the hallway. I believe there was some hallway rage going on, but at, at your end, it kind of thinned out a little. Yeah, Miss Wilson, we were Wilson, all in a hurry to get to you. Had you outfitted had you outfitted Fiscus with a horn, you would have heard it nonstop. I guarantee you that. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's, a fact. that's a fact. Now, well, now, if you were in the area of the street near. Uh, Madame Granger's room or in that area. That's a whole other yeah, there was a lot of hallway rage going on. Yeah. <laughs> you would have heard a, a lot of horn horn honking and the A word being thrown out there. Apple. <laughs> um so, yeah, so. hold your tongue and say that and you got it. <laughs> what am I five? <laughs> I was born on a pirate ship. <laughs> so um all right um this one's kind of funny and honestly i think this one is really entrenched into the now i think this happens a lot now saying no offense after something insulting it's not like no offense i don't like the sealers or whatever no but it's like you smell like you smell like you know sewage and old oatmeal no offense (laughs) you know you smell like graham crackers and day old funk. <laughs> no offense. Yeah. So what do you what do you think of my uh new girlfriend? Well, she looked like somebody shaved a donkey and taught it to walk backwards. No offense. <laughs> you know, you just can't do that. You, you can't do that. Yeah. So I, I don't like that either. I there are a couple little um sometimes people do it before as well. They'll they'll pre they'll <laughs> they'll say it before and typically when they say it they're getting ready to offend you <laughs> correct yeah. yeah like and you know uh, the ones i no offense but that shirt does not match is usually you know yeah, where yeah. somebody it's usually nothing you know too mind-blowing yeah but i uh, i have two i have two new pet peeves since we did the last episode i don't think it's been a long time it was probably what in the first 10 episodes we did the pet peeves maybe the top five, first five well my worlds are in episode one was kind of a pet peeve yeah um i have two and one of them is is social media related and um i typically uh am a quick one to go come to the defense of anyone on social media when people start complaining about their posts because i am a firm believer in it is your social media post what you want give me all the pictures of your kids give me all the pictures of your food i want to know every I, i'm fine with that if i don't care or i don't want to i mean i can move on i i don't like it when people complain about certain types of posts same with political posts if you want to post politics you know, I, I at times i do and, and and if people have a problem with it they can move on and they have moved on and, and that's fine but i do have an issue with one type of post that i will complain about and it is when there's actually three of them or two of them. <laughs> I think I did. You guys know one of them. You guys know one of them because I've talked about it. I do not like it when somebody is looking for information on Facebook and they don't ask nicely. They don't private message. They don't say, hey, if you have any ideas, could you, could you possibly please help me out? I'm really – they say, looking for a dog groomer and go. <laughs> Best place to buy shoes and go. Don't tell me to go. Don't tell me when I can start. 
I will give you my advice at my own pace. You don't set the tone or the pace. I do. You can't tell me what to do via exactly. social media. It's yes. like you'll get my advice at my leisure. Exactly. Yes. Don't tell me to go. Um, second off is when people post. So I did a thing today. Just tell me what you did. <laughs> if you who? got your if you got your hair done, if you got a new car, if you got new shoes, whatever it is, don't say. So I did a thing today, just so everybody can say, "What did you do? Show us what well, you did." Would you? Usually, want there's want... A, a picture accompanying that. There, there usually is, yes. But again, I don't like that. And, Wouldn't and... you love to respond with, "What did you do?" Well, I hit the person over the head. I dismembered them and dumped them <laughs> in the river. Did a little Yo. thing called murder. Um, yeah, but I did a thing. And today. again, I, this is in jest, but I, I, I do get a little frustrated. But. Um, <laughs> The other one was, and I, I got myself so worked up, I don't even remember my third one. Oh, I got it. <laughs> just saying. I, I, I can't stand the phrase, just saying. As opposed so, to what? Just as, belching? No, as opposed, like, when people say something like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, um, you know, it, you got to grow up sometime, just saying. Well, you you already I mean. said it. You already yeah. said it. You don't have to say just saying afterwards. Yeah. You literally you, just usually, say it. Usually ah. after a dismissive statement. Yes, it like, is. Yada, yada, yada. Your, just saying. just saying yeah I mean, and it's it's got to have a neck just saying. yeah <laughs> get it going and eric work it to, work it eric to use yours todd like you got to grow up sometime just saying like what yeah. how else are they it's like no no i don't want you to say it i want you to <laughs> hum it or i want you to use make armpit yeah. noises yeah. And, i want and, you, i want you to pantomime it, it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm a mime yeah. So again, I'm sure I offended people there, and and I've probably been guilty of all three of those. So I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. Yeah. So we got uh, audience input here. Uh, Carrie, says, <laughs> I, I hate, hate that. I hate that. Just and saying. Just, <laughs> just, just saying. Yeah. Right. I can't remember what, but we we went through a plethora of pet yeah. peeves. I can't remember which she one. Hates she hates it all. She just she hates, hates all of it. Uh, Miss Wilson, I have a couple. How about businesses who leave an open sign in the window even when they aren't? Oh yeah. And another is a more generational thing, but I don't like it when they when I say thank you to someone and they say no problem, which to me means I was asking them to do something that was a problem. So the 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 proper response is you're welcome. I've read something that that's not even a proper response, but I can't remember the the idea behind it, so I, I won't really get into it. But I have the thing I read, the piece I read said that obviously no problem, just exactly what Miss Wilson just said. But I forget what they said the proper retort is to thank you, but it wasn't. Put yourself at ease. Twas my pleasure. It wasn't. Um, it I think it was something along the lines of you basically saying, you know. Maybe someday you can do something for me in return. You know, kind of like a, an, an acknowledgement of, <laughs> kind of like an acknowledgement of, you know, hey, we, you know, you owe me now or something. I yeah. I'm doing to, this. Servitude later. <laughs> going to a treatise of why yeah. I'm thankful for what you've done. Let's all go sit on the Missouri and sign it. <laughs> but but I, I guess you're welcome, I'm assuming. You know what to say about that. But We can look it up while you talk. You are welcome to my generosity. That's the way I always took it. I've been generous to you. Thank you. Someone says to me, you're welcome to my generosity. So maybe that's the proper. So you just finish the you're welcome to my generosity. Yeah, I I get it. To my effervescent generosity. 
Yeah. Um, and I know we're going over, and I say this for last, it'll be quick, but you'll get a good laugh out of it. And because I got to wrap it up, the humble brag. There is nothing worse than the humble brag. Yeah. After I made my first five million in the market, I could only spend 363 days in Hawaii instead of 365. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, suffered to do it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, the uh, well, I've I've never bragged about that before, but I'm sure I I've am... bragged. And typically, if I'm bragging, I'm joking. <laughs> yes, man. The, the the my 37 inch biceps. The ladies, oh, they, they 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 just squeeze them all the time. It, it's so. Oh, I just wish. Oh, you know, it's so. Oh, man, I, I can't yeah. put my 37 inch biceps into my sleeves of my shirt. Man, oh, it's, just, uh, it's rough. You boys have problems with sleeves too. <laughs> so, the humble brag is. Funny. Do I look like I have problems with sleeves? Exactly. <laughs> Go change your tank top. It's too tight. <laughs> oh, See, God. we are equal opportunity. This, you know, this, this, uh, this uh, topic has has got a has brought out the uh, bitchiness in us before. I mean, like it's <laughs> it's uh, it's, the, it's uh, made us kind of. Remember Eric yeah. going off on his uh, his ti- his uh, about the cars, the uh, the parking or whatever that. Time. Oh yeah, that was as mad as I've seen Eric on an episode. <laughs> I think I got a little bit negative and worked up uh, on a couple of things, but yeah, it kind of does that, but it, it's therapeutic. It's cathartic. So, yeah. And we have no problem with anyone just, just to get that out there. We, unless you talk in third person. Then. Yeah. We, <laughs> we tease, but we don't want anyone with 37 inch pythons getting a hold of us. <laughs> unless you humble brag in third person. Exactly. That's right. Then after you ring our necks, you can get on Facebook and say, so I did a thing today. <laughs> Just saying. With, with, with our dead bloody carcasses laying <laughs> yeah. in the picture. All right. Uh, a few more comments. Uh, Miss Wilson, sorry, not sorry. Hate this. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, uh, just saying is like no offense. They, they are in the same family. Yeah. That's correct. Lauren. Welcome, Lauren. So annoying when people oh, drive Lord. under the speed limit in the left lane. Mm-hmm. Oh, Eric's going to get, don't get Eric going. On the driving. Ah, <laughs> buckle it down. All right. Matt, uh, no offense, but Matt Young doesn't totally agree. Just say. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the trifecta there. Or, or, Jim or. says, to my generosity, we'll go over like a Led Zeppelin just saying sorry, not sorry. Yes. <laughs> That, that's the quadrifecta there. Quadrophenia. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Before we move on, do some more housekeeping. Do it. Housekeeping. Memberships. Support our work on the podcast. For more information, go to playbyyourpodcast.com backslash membership slash support. That is the particular page on the website and I will put that page up just so you can see it. Why have I never thought of this before? I had this capability and I've never used it. I always talk about the website and I show the website. You don't know your own powers. I don't know my own power. I got power, power. Uh, yeah, that's the support page. And you see this little thing down on the bottom, buy me a coffee. That is our crowdsourcing platform. So if you click on that little buy me a coffee thing, you can go and look at the membership things and uh, that'll give you the 
low down on all that. So, and you see our list there of our members, our Herebud, Herebud, Herebud Hall of Herebud. Fame, Herebuds, uh, Allison Chavis, Christy Rocky, Joe Rocky, Chuck Griffin, and Jessica Longacre, all are members of our podcast. We thank them for their support. Thank and you. join them. Be a supporter with them. Yes. We, be we an athletic appreciate. supporter. If you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. <laughs> um, uh, I think we, we haven't in a while. Also, uh, Christy Rocky was one of our supporters that you had on there. And um, uh, Christy also is the owner of uh, Vacation Architect LLC. Well, it's getting so it, everything's getting ready to break open. I, I was yeah, getting ready was to say, say hey, check it out. Yeah, uh, as things open up and, uh, you know, you want to be first in line for those Primo vacation spots. Uh, get a hold of Christy at Vacation Architect uh, on Facebook, Vacation Jeez. Architect LLC, and website www.vacationarchitect.com. She's going to so, get me to Norway and Denmark and Fiji, not consecutively, but those Norfolk, are my list, Christy. Norfolk and Way, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christy, we request that if Brady books a trip to any of those places, you give him a one way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> no coming back from that one brady no coming back nope. all the way from Fiji over the head. <laughs> all right todd you are in the middle slot all right todd in the midst i have a, a list as well um let's just provide good you know, good a nice fodder. baseline well, a, good, a good baseline for us to start we typically never stay with it but completely but i have a list of 20 surprising origins of popular sayings Ooh. uh we played a game a while back uh, uh an idiom game i forget what it was called idiom something idiom idiom in the title so basically we just have some classic idioms here that everybody's heard of and we're going to talk a little bit about the literal meaning because obviously idioms you can't take literally um we're going to talk about the literal meaning but more importantly we're going to try to uh, see what the origin of the saying is okay the very first one, let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> let the cat out of the bag. So what does the, what I'm is a the literal believer mean? of leaving the cat in the bag? <laughs> go, go ahead. What do you, what is the literal meaning of letting the cat out of the bag? The literal meaning? Yeah. Let it's feline in nature and it leaps forward from the second. Wait a minute. So when you hear a training cats and dogs, do you run to the window expecting to see no, animals falling from the you, sky? Oh, no. You said what's the literal meaning. I, yeah, I know. So it, letting the cat out of the bag, the literal meaning would be letting the cat out of the bag, wouldn't it? No. If it was literal. Meaning. That's the figurative meaning. Letting cats out of the bag has nothing to do with cats or bags. So the literal meaning would be the what it really means what it actually oh okay i i i'm compartmentalizing this differently i okay so letting the cat out of the bag because you're compartmentalizing wrongly (laughs) no i'm not yes no um letting the cat out of the bag is um like ruining a surprise isn't it doing a reveal yeah i was going to say revealing a secret or something like that do you want to know where it came from 18th century Uh, 1700s street fraud 1700s street fraud suckling pigs were often sold in bags and a popular scheme was to replace said suckling pig with a damned old cat <laughs> damned old cat <laughs> so 
and selling it to an unknowing victim. So somebody was expecting future ham and they were just getting future attitude. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Now, would have you ever thought that? Who would have, I mean, who would have ever thought that it had some of those suckling pigs? <laughs> Not I. <laughs> That's great, though. It is. Gosh. Wouldn't the person even look at I guess it had to be pretty slight of hand to get the bag with the cat in the in the in the porcine bag and the feline <laughs> bag switched. I would think it would have to be a pretty large cat to match the weight <laughs> of a suckling pig. Well, oh, suckling there's a cougar in here. Would would be just a piglet. True, true. So I playing a said teat <laughs> of its mother. I don't know piglet. Have so, you ever yeah. seen a teat before? <laughs> um, no follow-up so there? I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I would think the bigger danger of making said sleight of hand would be, wouldn't the animal make a noise in the bag? See, I was wondering the same like, thing. Meow. You would, you would, <laughs> I mean. Mewink. <laughs> you would think the cat would be raising a bit more of a ruckus than the pig in the bag. Okay, now we are not encouraging animal abuse or experiments, but I do. Which, if somebody put a pig and a cat in a bag, I'm kind of curious to see which one would make a noise. We do not want anybody to do that. But what would happen? I, I agree with you, Todd. I don't know which one would be noisier. I don't know. And now, hang on a minute. Well, there's nothing that says these animals were alive. Would the cat have been oh. deed? Deed. Well, then yeah. maybe you couldn't tell. But I would think if you tried to put a, a cat in a bag, you would notice the difference. I mean, it, first off, the sounds, the claws coming through the the, the burlap. burlap. <laughs> <laughs> why did we Why did we both assume it was a burlap bag? <laughs> it was the seventeen hundreds. Number two. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I've heard this one before. I've. Yeah. So horses' gums tend to recede, leading to longer teeth. Okay. A common way to inspect a horse's worth is checking its mouth, hence the phrase. Receiving a horse as a gift and immediately inspecting its value is considered offensive, much like inquiring about the worth of of a present today. So it would be like the equivalent of someone giving you a, a Christmas present and you're like, yeah, what this run you? Up. You know, yeah. what this set you back? How so you old is that a horse? You didn't look a gift horse in the mouth, or at least not in front of the person who gave it to you. Wow. So I'm assuming you didn't want the horse with the receding gum on. I wonder why it acted as, as if horses are unique in that. It isn't every living creature, uh, as they get older, gum line recedes? I would think. Do you think Mr. Ed back in the day had cosmetic surgery to hide his age? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know. Don't talk. <laughs> All right. Number three, you're pulling my leg. Obviously, literally, it does not mean you're pulling my leg. The literal meaning would be someone's teasing you or joking you, joking with you, right? Yeah. Uh, but it actually has sinister origins. Rooted in the, crim in, uh, the criminal world of the 18th century, Eric, what was that again? Uh, the 1700s. 1700s, thank you. Street thieves would literally pull victims down by their leg in order to more easily rob them. 
These street thieves have been uh, active. causing all kinds of problems. Yeah. And they've been adding to our colloquialisms. It wasn't safe to be a suckling pig or a leg in the 1700s. <laughs> it was not. I better really suckled. <laughs> if you were a suckling pig leg, you were really in trouble. <laughs> you suckling pig leg, you. That sounds like a like something off of Monty Python or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Number I four. Do, do have a few comments. Okay, go ahead. Gary asked, "What is the literal meaning of figurative?" Good question. So, uh, Miss Wilson chimes in on literal versus figurative. Literal is what Ooh. means in real terms. Figurative is its implied meaning. Brady was right. So, <laughs> so then, and I would never argue with one of my former teachers. Again, I think it's just we're we're looking at it backwards. Yeah. But if I say it's raining cats and dogs, the literal meaning is it's pouring down rain. The figurative meaning is that it's raining creatures. That's the way I was looking at it. Yeah. It because you wouldn't say it's literally raining cats and dogs. If it was literally raining cats and dogs, it would no, be no, felines and canines. You don't say that. That's what I'm saying. So if I yeah. say it's raining cats and dogs out there, I don't mean it's raining cats and dogs. So I look at that as the literal meaning is it's pouring down rain. But I think it's just two two ways of looking at the same thing. That's when I ask what the literal meaning I mean like what what does it mean literally, not what okay. not as the not as the like when used in speech, what does it mean? Yes. That's what you're yes. At. yes. So continue. Number four, eating crow. <clears throat> what does eating crow mean? Brady's food shaming him. Yes. Go ahead, Brady. What does eating crow mean? I crow bird. Crow bird? Eating crow bird. I think it, <laughs> Eric, did you just set me up? Um, it 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 means when you have to uh, humble yourself and admit that you were incorrect about something. So that like, you know, I thought that we, when you were bragging about your team maybe going to win the game, they lose. You're made to eat crow. Is that what you were thinking, Eric? Yes. All right. So humble pie. Let's talk about the origin. Uh, to eat crow means to admit fault or be proved wrong after talking a strong, taking a strong position. The Bible lists crow as unfit for eating. And along with buzzards and rats, it was actually illegal to eat crow in the Middle Ages. As such, it was notably humiliating to consume. Is that a black feather there on your under lips there? Oh. <laughs> So I did not know that the crow was uh, grouped in with the buzzard and the rat as far as just disgusting varmints. I've heard well, pigeons called feathered rats, but not crows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard of that too. I mean, isn't there a disease you can get from pigeon poop? Yeah. It's called pigeon disease or something? Or it, Well, I've heard it called chicken poop disease. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like pigeon um, chicken poop chicken pigeon poop I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's some more the scientific gut. name than that toxioplasmosis or something like that toxoplasmosis yeah. that sounds familiar yeah number five break a leg the term break a leg originates in theater since superstitions run rampant in the theater in theater it's not surprising to learn that wishing someone good luck is out wishing someone good luck outright is actually considered bad luck Instead, it was more suitable to wish ill will on someone before performance, since the opposite was supposed to occur. A little bit of reverse psychology at play there. 
Get a hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I was just trying to think of, you know, wonder why they said was also legs. I was also in the realm of intestinal distress, but I couldn't find the proper terminology. <laughs> go soil yourself. Hey, go out and get some tusion while you're on the stage. <laughs> oh. May your suckling piglet be replaced by a cat. <laughs> <laughs> With you none the wiser, sir. <laughs> Number six, can't hold a candle to. Hmm. Brady, Eric, what have you guys well, heard that? What is what is the meaning of that? It, it, well, when we use it, it means that whatever you're talking about, there's nothing better than that thing. You, know, you can't. You can't hold a candle to Michael Jordan. Kind of like the best thing since sliced bread. Something along those lines. Yeah. 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 Before electricity, workers needed a second set of hands to hold a candle for them. Holding a candle was clearly a less challenging job. Unless that candle was a flashlight and you were holding it for my dad. Uh, So someone who isn't even qualified. (laughs) She never held it in the right place. No. Well, I think you did. I just don't. (laughs) <laughs> don't think they, they recognized it. So someone who isn't even qualified to provide light to a competent worker obviously wouldn't be able to perform the task himself. So that, you, yeah, that seemed Chuck, a little, huh? Chuck and Pete must have the same patience when it comes to their sons holding flashlights. Uh, well, typically, if you didn't want to, if you didn't want to be doing it long, you just, you know, it would usually you move, get, a, yeah. move light around it. it Making shadow puppets on the uh, under the car. Oh man, yeah, move the would, light. Didn't take long to get taken from me and just do it myself. <laughs> Which was the whole point. <laughs> you, you, you showed me. You showed me, Dad. I wanted to be here for three hours trying to hold my arm still. And... I'll go eat crow now. <laughs> you got the flashlight. You're holding your other arm like. Yeah, your exactly. arm's shaking. Grip <laughs> <laughs> forearms like Popeye after you're done hold that thing still for five hours heaven forbid let it drop and hit him in the forehead oh Oh, lord (laughs) (laughs) all right number seven dressed to the nines there's a lot of these sayings that have kind of gone away it's not one you hear anymore dressed to the nines that's that's an older person saying I believe Uh, meaning to to dress exceptionally well there's no concrete consensus on the origin of dressing to the nines, but the most popular theory comes from the fact that the very best suits used a full nine yards of fabric. The whole Hence, nine yards. The whole young nine yeah. yards. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes that's sense. makes sense now yeah. when you hear it that mm-hmm. way. Right. I always wondered what the hilt was, like dressed to the hilt. And I'm not even sure what a hilt is. I just know it's good. Yeah. But number eight. Don't count your chickens before they hatch or before they're hatched. Definitely one we've heard. Somebody chop some broccoli. Eggs. Somebody chopping broccoli or what? I hear broccoli being chopped. Chopping broccoli. The short answer. Cards. The short answer is that Aesop said it. He wrote a young. He wrote of a young milkmaid balancing a, pe- a pail on her head. The girl thought the milk in the, this pail would provide me with cream, which I will make into butter, which I will sell in the market and buy a dozen eggs, which will hatch into chickens, which will lay more eggs. 
and soon I shall have a large poultry yard. <laughs> my large poultry yard brings all. The, oh, never, right. My milkshake brings all the large poultry to the yard. That's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> Damnation's uh, correct. It is better than nine. Let me get back into the sequence here. I'll sell some of the fowl and buy myself a handsome new gown and go to the fair. And when the young fellows try to court me, <laughs> was that was that a uh, was that a change of words? There? Well, it wasn't a bur bad word. It is. It went a direction I wasn't thinking. Uh, okay, when the young fellows try to make whoopee, uh, I'll toss my head and pass them by. I went, I went Chuck Eubanks there. Uh, at the moment, the girl tossed her head and lost Mom, a pail man. of milk. Her mother admonished, do not count your chickens before they are hatched. That sounds made up. All of that sounds made up. That is, uh, Aesop was on some serious drugs. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, that's, that's rendered me speechless almost. Yeah, that's, no, that was made up. Like a, Old Aesop made with a pail on her head. <laughs> Old Aesop's I don't like the crap, word man. pale. That's one of those vocabulary words we did as youths, like in first and second grade. I've never used, please fetch me that pail. <laughs> never happened. Put it I in that it. bucket. I was, in, I was impressed with Aesop's synonym usage. I mean, think about how many different ways he said bird. I mean, you got chickens, <laughs> poultry, <laughs> fowl. <laughs> Squack. Avian creature. <laughs> Okay, so Jim has a uh, the whole nine yards was from military fighter pilots. The ammo was in lengths of nine yards. When you emptied your ammo at one time, you gave them the whole nine yards. That's much more exciting than the other yeah, than yeah, the one this was said. Actually, I, I think once he said that, that does sound familiar to me. Like the, the long strips of bullets. Yeah. So dressed to the nines and the whole nine yards are not from the same. Not, not related. Gotcha. Makes sense. Does make sense. Number nine, crocodile tears. Crocodile tears. Crocodile tears means to fake being upset or force tears that are inauthentic. An ancient anecdote by Photios claimed that crocodiles weep in order to lure their prey, uh, which is most likely where the idiom comes from. So and every I'll weep so that I may go comfort it. And then it I just want to say, yeah, because I know every time I am walking near the, the bayou, and I uh, and I hear a. <laughs> <laughs> How was that again? <laughs> <laughs> when I hear that, stand, I'm going to run like. I was going to say, I yeah, know. when I when I hear that, I'm like, coming. oh, there is a crocodile in distress somewhere near here. <laughs> Let me come to its rescue. Yes. <laughs> Shall I save this crocodile? I don't buy that either, whoever came up with that one, but it's what it says. I Honestly, I've never heard of a crocodile luring its prey that way. Can't imagine very many pre much prey would or would give a crap. <laughs> it's crying right now. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. crocodile's crying again. Yeah, who cares? Uh, there's a gazelle that's walking up to the water. Hey, what's wrong? You crying? <laughs> It's Richard Pryor's dog. Yeah, I'm just channeling Richard Pryor. You got to cut the head. I mean, I again, I can't imagine. Do animals care enough? I mean, do animals care when another animal is crying? Do they have? Do they have compassion? Are they empathetic? Really? There are species absolutely that do it. Yeah. See, I just picture like a hyena or something just laughing at the crocodile. 
Oh, you big <laughs> ball baby. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to come tease you, chomp. And then that's... Now, Gary says that crocodile sounds like a pig in a bag. <laughs> a suckling pig in a bag of that. <laughs> I'm going to have to make that my ringtone somehow now. What? You're crying crocodile. Oh, I thought you meant a suckling pig. <laughs> well, that too. Uh, close. Suckling pig will be his text head. Mioink. Number 10. Close, but no cigar. Uh, carnivals used to give out cigars as prizes. Says I bet the rat Barker, Barker didn't give out cigars, Brady. No, he did not. He just gave out diphtheria. <laughs> in his rat infested thing. What? <laughs> that that black, rat infested. Yeah. That's a black that, plague. That, that, that wheel. That wheel of yeah. wheel of rat. I'm sure it was bubonic and yeah. Oh, the nastiness. Carnivals used to give out cigars as prizes, so almost winning would get you to close. Almost winning would get you close to achieving a cigar. So it was essentially a, a participation trophy. A cigar was. Yeah. It was an early participation trophy, but not quite. The phrase evolved in meaning and now refers to coming close to a goal but falling short. Close mm. but no cigar. <laughs> Number eleven. Another one you don't hear much. Once in a blue moon. You only hear that once in a blue moon. Yeah. <laughs> a blue moon is the second full moon in a single calendar month, and it's rare as heck. The phrase once in a blue moon is used. <laughs> Something doesn't happen very often, basically. That's what it means. Yeah. This is interesting. 12, mind your P's and Q's. Any idea where that comes from or what it no means? No idea, or... and I would like to know. I've also heard this one. In the 17th century, pubs served beer in pints and pints courts. And courts. Yep. If a patron was getting unruly, the bartender might warn them to mind their P's and Q's. Now the term simply means to mind your manners, drunk or not. <laughs> so it was essentially a way of telling drunk people to chill out. And don't spill were, your beer. Yeah, yes. it thrown out. Uh, number 13. Jim's busy diphtheria from the rat man. <laughs> Did we ever find out if any if the rat barker was anybody we knew? I mean, was it was it a local person? I don't believe so. I think he was just a carny sort of person. Yeah. Why do I always Why do I always envision in my head that he traveled to these little festivals with the rats in his pocket, in his chest pocket? <sighs> I don't see yeah, cheese I in his little cheese. Yeah. I imagine him having little. High chairs with little buckling things in the front seat, like child seats for his rats. You know, I don't know. I pictured like, like he's got one big ring on this hand, and one big hand, ring on this hand, and they both pop open. And his cocaine was in one, and he had uh, cheese whiz in the other, and he just fed the rats and snorted his cocaine and wreaked <laughs> havoc on our town, our little town, every Fourth of July. Or, yeah. or wait a minute. Did he eat the cheese and the rats snorted cocaine? Maybe so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he that's how he fixed the game. He would give the rats cocaine, they'd run their asses off from that wheel all night long. And, and he'd put it in the color. He'd put the bump in the in the color for the <laughs> the, bump. the rat the rat. The bump hey, of I've toot. Watched, <laughs> I've watched enough Miami Vice to know my cocaine terminology. <laughs> the, a little bit of nose candy to get a, a bump. He put a bump of toot in the 
Yeah, we just we just solved we just solved the rat barkers gimmick. We just we figured him out. Had yeah. we known back then, we could have won all the prizes. Yes, we could have. Just look for the rat that's going. <laughs> you made me snort. So did the rat. Look for the rat that's dressed like. <laughs> Uh, look for the rat that's dressed like Johnny Depp. Yeah. Let's see. The, uh, the kiss of death, number 13. It marks the demise of something. Its roots rest in the Italian mafia where someone who'd been marked, who's been marked for death receives the metaphorical kiss prior to execution. Is that biblical too? Like where um, Judas greeted Jesus with a kiss? I've heard I think there like is. That. I think, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. Uh, go a little quicker. 14, rule of thumb. I would like to know this. Uh, the rule of thumb is a, as a form of rough measurement probably comes from carpenters approximating inches with their thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> that boy's all thumbs. Uh, another theory is that farmers use the length of a thumb to estimate how deep to plant seeds. We have some farmers that, that uh, yeah, we have some yeah. farming families that listen. Um, any of you that grew up on a farm, Mr. Joe Rocky out there, do you know anything about a rule of thumb in, in a history in farming. Stick your thumb down in the ground and put a seed in behind it. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, number 15, sleep tight. Uh, simply now, meaning to sleep well. Go ahead, Eric. The, it, it didn't say the second part of that. Don't let the bed bugs It didn't say bite. that. It didn't say that, but that, that's what we grew up hearing. Right. Which back then, I mean, I, I thought they were made up. I thought they were like, I thought they were the snipes of the, uh, I thought they were nocturnal snipes or like the snipes <laughs> of your, uh, of your nightmares. Well, and, and honestly, I think bed bugs have been around longer than they have been. I think it's been more unusual in history to have bed bugs than not. I think you're probably looking at a 50 year time period, maybe where there really didn't have bed bugs. Now we do again. Is that because of DDT? Yes, DDT. Oh, really? Got rid of bed bugs, but then people Damn obviously Jake got snake. cancer from it, so they discontinued that, and then the bed bugs. So. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, like I said, I when we were kids and we always heard that, I thought I, I thought they were made up. I thought it was just something to get us to go to sleep and be scared to death while whilst sleeping. But uh, uh, simply meaning to sleep well, the phrase "sleep tight" dates from the time when mattresses were supposed supported by ropes. Uh, these ropes needed to be pulled tight to provide a stable mattress and a good night's rest. My guess, and I'm not even being funny, I thought it was going to be like from the uh, sea explorers where they would have to sleep in um, hammocks in their boats like, yeah. and to sleep tight so you didn't fall off if the sea got rough. That was that was a wild guess. It just I would have believed it. Day. Had you told me that was the, the origin, I would have believed you. Yeah. Number six. Right, uh, Sorry, Joe says. By the way, uh, we never use thumbs to measure seed depth. We use tension springs on the planter. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's the newfangled way to do it. Rule of springs. Humble brag. Speaking of humble brags, <laughs> yeah, Joe. Uh, we, we, had a, we, had a, we had a planter. <laughs> it was it was hard to set those tension springs on the planter. Why did we all <laughs> tuck our heads in when we're humble bragging? All no three idea. of us went. We didn't. We didn't soil <laughs> our thumbs in manure. We uh. <laughs> <laughs> we all three did it. There, like, a, why is that the universe a humble brag for bragging? Yeah. There's a humble brag posture. <laughs> Just giving you a hard time, Joe, but that's interesting. 
there anybody else maybe who who grew up using your thumbs to uh to plant seeds you can fill us in there any more comments you want to get to uh, no <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm not even speaking in euphemisms nor innuendo. You guys are still uh, going. No, there. I just got a case of the giggles. I'm just like number uh, six. Number sixteen, a square meal. Squaw. Squaw. Nobody actually knows where this idiom came from, though the Royal Navy did serve meals on square plates at one point. Another idea is more linguistic in nature. The use of square to mean honest and straightforward goes back to at least the 16th century. Eric. Uh, the 1500s. Which makes sense as a as square meal refers to a healthy, hearty dinner. So this one's a mystery. My so, uh, answer would have been, ah, no, it won't because that's a rectangle. Shoot, I was going to say school pizza. I'm getting a square meal today because you like school pizza, but that's yeah. rectangular. Shoot. Yeah, I would not have eaten my pizza if it were square. So uh, Gary says our website ranks number one in the search of rat barker carnival. Nice. <laughs> that. Uh, that Google SEC is finally paying off there. <laughs> <laughs> is he being serious? I, I believe I'm sure he is. is. I can't imagine wow. too many. I can't imagine a whole lot of people are, are Googling Rat Barker. <laughs> Everybody who's watching, Google it. Make it happen. People that can't spell Bob, maybe. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. Just for some reason, the uh, the square meal and the explanation about you know with the reminded me of uh, our friend and his uh, his uh, defiance when it comes to the uh, pardon my French, but shit on a shingle. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I don't know if he's listening, but uh, he he knows it if he's listening. But his argument always is that because shit on a shingle is chip beef gravy. On toast or whatever, and his argument is chip beef gravy is white, so it can't be called <laughs> feces on a shingle. Have some severe issues, but maybe, maybe it's bird. <laughs> <laughs> that, there instead, you of, go. instead of bird yes. on a wire, bird on a shingle. The pigeons are on the roof. I bet that's right. No, it actually was uh, James in the military or. Earlier, and he mentioned something about military. I don't yeah. know if he was in the military, but I think it was along the lines of it had nothing to do with the color of it. It was a they. I think it was kind of like a same crap, different day. Like it was they got it fed so they got fed so much, yeah, chip beef gravy that it was like, you know, and the toast would be the shingle. I guess I don't know that that's right, but I think it has something to do with. It. I don't think it actually is a reference to feces. <laughs> Straight, uh, 17, stay on the straight and narrow. Another one you don't hear much these days. Uh, today it means to generally stay out of trouble. Um, but the origin phrase is actually biblical in origin. Right. Original phrase is actually biblical in origin. Matthew uh, 7, 13, 14. Describe the gates to heaven as straight and the way to eternal life as narrow. So that one is yeah. biblical. Makes sense. 18, three sheets to the wind. It has to, has to have something to do with a sailboat. Yeah. Well, big sail, sailing ship. Sailors had a lot of terms for being drunk, and they all related to the ship. Being tipsy was a sheet in the wind's eye, and being hammered was a full three sheets to the wind. The sheets in question were actually the ropes that held down the sails, so if all three ropes were loose, the sails would billow oh. about like a drunken sailor. Like a like a used car 
Those things, Lobby yeah. Thing, yeah. <laughs> Creepy, yeah. Tall men. Tall men. Number 19, white elephant. Albino elephants were highly regarded in Southeast Asia, and they were cared for lavishly. The term white elephant eventually evolved to mean any valuable but burdensome possession of which its owner cannot dispose and whose cost of upkeep is out of proportion to its usefulness or worth. Like a koi pond with a, an elaborate waterfall that you have to constantly clean and feed the fish and keep skinned. Like it's pretty, <laughs> but it's like, it's a lot it's, of upkeep. Is You think that's along the lines of, and I, no offense to boat owners, I, I would, you know, but the whole idea of the, the two happiest days of a boat owner's life, the oh. day they bought the boat and the day they sold the boat. Facts. So, yeah, I think it's along those lines. But, you know, the only time I ever heard white elephant was like a Christmas party, like a, a white elephant right. gift exchange or whatever. Yeah. All right, last one. Number 20, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Uh, it's a bastardization of the Roman Catholic liturgy of the Eucharist, which contains the phrase, bear with me here, hoc est corpus meum. I don't know what that means. I know nothing what I just said. So, Corpus would mean body. 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 Yeah. That's all I know, though. Yeah. So anyway. I know I know. we have some, uh, some who know liturgy in the room, I believe. There's my list. That's very cool. All right. oh. uh, Jim does say he was not in the military, but shout out to everyone who was. And thank you for your service. Oh, definitely. Yes. Now, according to the comments, I don't know if we have anybody. I know uh, Derek Coleman, who sometimes comes in. He was in the military. But yeah. He's in here. Amber. Now. Yeah. I yes. thought we had My a niece, few listeners. Amber, who's going to be back stateside. She's leaving Japan and Heading to Mississippi. Mississippi. All right. Before we go into topic number three, if you ever wonder what we're talking about when we use certain terms, and we think we created a few other ones in this conversation, check out our isms. They're on our website at www.playbyyourpodcast.com. And uh, let me, like I said, why well, I've never done this. I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> you've had your awakening. I, I have. It's been amazing awakening. So here's our isms page. So here you can scroll down and see our uh, glossary of terms that we use in the show. And pick a random one, Eric. Just scroll down and pick a random one. All right. Random. <laughs> Well, we were just talking about Rat Barker, an obnoxious carnival-style game vendor that can be identified from the following characteristics. The use of motion sickness to mistreat rodents, a higher-than-natural grease-to-hair ratio, the pathological <laughs> overuse of a ringing cowbell. We'll have, to, we'll have to add cocaine jewelry and cheese whiz jewelry. And using insults to garner or game... Garner customers. <laughs> and and I, I laugh at this. I, I typed this, but I haven't read it. <laughs> we amuse ourselves. Yeah, yes, we do. All right. So, yeah, if you're interested in those, they're on the website. Check them out. 
or under the isms on the. Uh... If you want another comparison, if you enjoy the Urban Dictionary, this is kind of like that, but cleaner. In related to our podcast, is that a good way to put it? Yes. Very good way. All right, so Gary, if you're interested in the uh, Rat Barker Carnival search, Gary actually put the link to said search. <laughs> if you want to look us up and see us at the top of that list, yeah, <laughs> we, we lead Google's SEC on that search yes. engine. Search engine, I forget what C stands for, but anyway. You can put things in your website that help you in that whole list thing and it's you you want to talk about diving down a rabbit hole trying to get your website on a more preferential spot in the list it's interesting exercise it is all right okay we are to topic number three our game of the night game time we need uh, audience participation here because you are going to be our judges audience so the game is called say it and uh don't spray it okay so i have two sets of cards i have a say card and i have an it card okay so the say card will have one phrase on it the it card will have another phrase on it and the rules of this game is each of you and you can shout it out at the same time We'll have five seconds to give me the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear this phrase. All right, so here's your example. Okay, so the say card says something big. The horse. it card. Oh. So the it card says that you play with. Horse. So, so do you, you say it, you, we yell it out after the second one? Yes, after the, after you hear the second one, because you can't yell it out after you hear the first one. Well, I, I was got to put them both together. It would be fun to yell it out and then see if you want to change it after the second one. Something big that you play with. So. <laughs> Jeeps. Tanks. <laughs> Which is what neither one of you wants. So All what's right, the audience... So. What's the audience? The, the audience will decide which of your answers was better. Okay. Oh. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna say the say card and the it card, then I'm gonna go five, four, three, two, one. You have that much time to Do we have to wait that whole time to be fair? Like no. so, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So we could be blurtery. Blurtery. You can blurtist. You can. All right. We ready? We're ready. The say card says something slimy. The it card says in a suitcase. Five, shampoo. four, three, two, licorice. One. Shampoo. Brady says shampoo. Todd says licorice. Audience, which of those answers is better? Shampoo said licorice. Licorice shampoo. (laughs) (laughs) Guess I give it a a little period of time, then I get to decide. Yeah, what what makes more sense. So is that what we're going for? Is making more sense, or like the funniest, or what? 
whatever the audience and the host likes, yes, I guess. Exactly. Whatever the audience knows. We, we are serving them. Lauren says Brady. Jim says Brady. I'm curious yeah, to know where licorice came from. Though. Yeah, well, Brady's makes the most sense. I was going for the just the off the wall. I, 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 melt, I, I meant yeah, to say I, melted licorice, but it, I couldn't get the yeah. words out. I guess you can say it out or play it however you want to play it. Yes. Anybody ever had a oh, shampoo it's on bottle? Now. It is on now. I, I see that. I, I know how to play <laughs> yeah. now. You have to show your way, Brady. Tanya, welcome. Uh, Tanya says, horse works for me. Shampoo is better. <laughs> Tanya has a horse farm. Just that's, that's, that's the background of that. That's why she said that. All right. Uh, Carrie says lot, shampoo. It, it makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that could have gone way off the wall. <laughs> All right, so it looks like Brady won that one. Yes. So, well played, Brady. Brady, Brady as he often does, roars into the lead in the game. One to nothing. One All nine. right. Here we go. The say card. Something adorable. <laughs> the it card that dogs eat. Five, four, Kittens. three. Two, one. Baby chickens. Kittens and baby chickens, audience. Kittens and baby chickens. Do they really eat baby baby kittens? Uh, no, that's what Tom <laughs> and Jerry lead me to believe. But are you saying I don't know that they? I don't know that they eat baby chickens. chickens either. I assume I was thinking like a wild, yeah, coyote. Uh, audience. Brady says kittens. Todd says baby chickens. Like the chicks. little yellow hairy ones for each. Chicks, if you will. Chicks, yeah. Chicks, man. Chicks. All right. Oh, Carrie says baby chicks. You may that's win it. by default, Todd. I win. That's not default. That's one. That's, that's one. Oh. Yeah. Miss Wilson, chicks. Chicks. Lauren Chicks. Yeah. Uh, Brady, because I hate cats, that's what Jim says. <laughs> well, kittens aren't the same. My wife's in the room. Or she was in the room. Maybe she's in the room now. All right. Now you can say it. So, say what you want, Eric, about cats. Say it. Say it. Let it out. Let it out. <laughs> All yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Todd gets the point. One to one. Woohoo! All right. Next. Eric, one clarification. Am I, because I've like answered quickly, do I need to wait for the five? Nope. Okay. You have five seconds. You can answer whenever okay. you can in that five seconds. I guess uh, if you answer quickly, you give your other compatriot the opportunity to one up you, or I guess. That is I true. Know. Or. Yeah, they, they may go a different direction than the audience goes. You never know. Yeah. All right. So the say card says something edible. The it card found in your gym bag. Five, four, three, two, one. Where there's original. Granola bar. Werther's Original and Granola Bar. What was it? Something tasty? Is that what it said? Or just something, just something edible? Something edible. 
my shorts. <laughs> Eat my shorts. <laughs> Eat my shorts. In my best uh, grumpy old man. <laughs> my shorts. So out my shorts. All right. Ms. Wilson says Brady. Jim says neither. <laughs> uh, Carrie says granola bar. Health nuts. Uh, Gary says me. <laughs> I didn't even answer. But, uh, I mean, I get a point. All right. Everybody needs to keep a good, a good sucking candy in their gym bag. That's right. Not Butter a sucking scotch, pig. A root beer barrel. Root beer barrel. All right. Looks like uh, maybe Todd by one here. Actually, I'm going to go back here real quick. I may give him a little bit more time to... We closed out voting, but uh, uh, Diana in the room, welcome. <laughs> Said neither on the last question, the chicks or the baby cats. Uh, now, Becky, you said kittens because you're a cat lover. You want the dogs to eat the kittens? Is that what you're saying? Because it doesn't mean you're much of a cat lover, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, I think what she means to say is Todd there. <laughs> there's no way she's there's no, no way she's siding with the kitten getting eaten. No, there's not. Uh, Tanya, chicks, I have a Vizsla that would love to eat one of my chicks. Uh, can we can we dog? see a picture of a Vizsla? This can, a, Eric, can you pull one up? Is that an expensive car? <laughs> I'm interested. We may not be saying Vizsla. <laughs> it, it's that it's that dog that. Uh, Makes that face and uh, well, get to the right, get to the right tab. Curiosity is killing me. The dog that makes the face. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah! Meme. Yes, that is the meme dog. Yes, what a cutie. Yeah. What is it? What is the meme? Like it's usually when it's not impressed or like it's shaking its yeah, head at you, like it's right. ashamed of you. Yes, indeed. Like um, you offended it. Like you put down generic food instead of blue yeah. wilderness. Right, Sarah. We apologize. We changed days of the week again. Uh, she just now came in. Welcome. Better late than Hi, never. Sarah. Right, yes. Uh, actually, uh, the vinyl countdown plays tomorrow night. That's why we're not on tomorrow night or tomorrow. St. Yes. Patty's Day festivities. Come out for some green eggs and beer. Or no, yeah. beer and green eggs. <laughs> uh, Stephanie says, baby chicks. On last question. Yeah. And back to this question. Uh, Tanya says, Werther's. Yep, nothing better after a, a workout than a, a Werther's. And Becky said, no, she missed the question. She did not mean to say kittens, which and uh, Tanya does say it's a dog, which we should picture the this Yes, very cute dog. All right, so we had uh, it eats see. chickens though. It eats it eats or kittens. Which one was it? Which what which did she say? She chicks. said chicks. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, chicks. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's see. Miss Wilson said Brady. Jim said neither. Uh, Carrie said granola bar. So that's one to one. Tom that's said, two. Brady said both. That's Brady granola. Said, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Carrie said me. So I don't know if you want to be. Brady got it. Yeah, Brady did. Correct. Yeah. All so right. I'm, I'm fair. You are fair. 
kudos to your sportsmanship. All right, so score, score is two to one, Brady. All right, so next one, the say card, something disgusting, the it card that you might accidentally eat. Five, four, three, two, one. A booger. <laughs> I, I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> and came out with a pretty good answer. Not that bad. Was, yeah, not bad. Brady, Brady is rendered speechless. Uh, I was going to say dog hair. Ah. dog hair. Just brush Booger. Booger. Booger or dog hair. Why do they call you booger? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, Carrie says booger. 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 Uh, yes, yes, Sarah, you are picking your choice. Which one you'd like the best? Could be funny. Could be interesting. Could be true to form. Could be whatever. On this, whatever you on this answer is very. <laughs> However you want to judge it. Uh, Jim yeah. says Todd. Gary says Todd. Yeah. I froze on that one. Frozen. Frozen. And you were early in the show. Frozen by the power of the booger. <laughs> All right. We'll give Todd the uh, point. Food to two. Deuce is wild. Um, Next. <laughs> Something crazy found at the bottom of a purse. Five, four, Three, two, one. A tooth. Tooth. A joint. Joint. <laughs> tooth uh, or joint. As in a left-handed cigarette? A bird? A bird ready to, ready for the twisting? A spliff. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was till you know, I discovered Bob. No, no, no. A stick not, of the devil's lettuce? Smoky, but yeah, yeah, the... I'd never heard that word until I heard the Bob Marley song. I was like, what's, I figured it out, but that was the first time I'd heard that. Hey, Rook. Mind if I twist a bird? Mind if I burn a lefty? The devil's lettuce. All right, while we're waiting on votes here, uh, Tanya asked a very pertinent question here. How do you accidentally eat a booger? Maybe it hurls from your nostril onto your chili or something accidentally yeah your wendy's chili and you mistake it for some celery <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're both that. about as appealing Carrie All says, right, Jerry says joint. don't food shame me brady don't you food shame me <laughs> jim says brady uh, gary says a spare tooth sounds good for this one uh miss wilson says brady <laughs> joint i wish she says uh, sarah says you should take better care of your joints Brady. i don't care and your purse, purse. <laughs> <laughs> uh becky says uncle eric your nephew often eats his but on purpose uh, please tell me you're becky. talking about boogers and not joints <laughs> <laughs> i would assume all right, so a booger it is. That was that was the last question. Yeah. 
This was the, the joint in the tooth question. Oh, joint in the tooth. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm all corn fused. That's like a Guns N' Roses tribute band. I, I still two. think jo- joint one. A lot of joints. Okay. So uh, let's see. It's Brady, right? Brady said joint. Three to two. Three to two. Three to two. All right. The say card. Something flimsy that you might find at a yard sale. Five, four, three, two, one. Card table. Card table. Go kart. Go kart. Good. Good. Card table or go kart. Go kart will go three hundred miles an hour, man. <laughs> Uh, a couple comments while we're waiting on votes. Uh, Miss Wilson says Brady would carry a Merce. <laughs> Is that MRSA? Is that like a disease? <laughs> or a fanny pack, there says Sarah. Pretty sure Brady had a fanny pack at one day. I did. I, I, at one time. Brady, Brady did have a I'm on top of the Aztec ruins sporting a fanny pack. There's a picture <laughs> that exists. I believe Hungry. others of our friends also had fanny packs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was more of a it was it was the thing for a while there, wasn't it? It was more it of was. A, yeah, it was a, a, a fashion statement and more than a go ahead. All right. I had uh, a Disney fanny pack that we just called the mouse pouch because it had a uh, <laughs> it had Mickey Mouse on it. Better than mouse ear, I guess. <laughs> mouse ear pouch. Uh <laughs> so uh card table or go-kart Gary says card table true story uh Jim says Brady uh, Miss Wilson says go-kart so two to one on the boat so far card table or go-kart Oh. Stop trying to send a message, Brady. Stop trying yeah. to sway the vote. Table, says Carrie. Carrie, looked un- Carrie you look unsure of that vote. So say a little, little googly little eyes there. Yeah, are, are you unsure of the vote, or is mine so ludicrous that you put the uh, rolling <laughs> eyes icon or emoji? Uh, I, have, I have seen busted flimsy go-karts at, at yard sales, so I know they exist there. Yeah. I never thought about the table because they're not usually for sale. Well, yeah, the flimsy it, table. It, but it didn't say for sale. In, in, That's in true. Fairness. Yeah. We're giving Brady the point on the card table. In fact, you can't sell the, the, the flimsy card tables because they're be, they're being used. True. Uh, that's, that's Unless you get the end of the day and it's empty. They're Everything being used to, to hold up the flimsy go-kart. <laughs> to get under it to fix it. Uh, John Schwirling in the house. Welcome, John. Card table, he says... Uh, actually, uh, you're being admonished by Carrie. She's unsure because they're both kind of lame. Oh, that hurt. That hurt. And Diana says, I'm unsure of this game. Uh, pick the answer you like the best. Yeah, just just picking the answer you like best, Aunt Diane. Oh, be... don't throw in that familial. You could have just said Diane, but when you said Aunt Diane, that was like it's, the dog whistle. I, to get I don't answer. know how to say Diane without saying Aunt Diane. Yeah. I don't know how to... Uh, welcome, Jonathan. 
All right. So next question, audience. Man, I couldn't even here. count on couldn't even count on cousin Gary for a vote there. <laughs> All right. Something athletic that rattles. Five, four, three, two, one. Baby Michael Jordan. I was gonna say the rim when I play. <laughs> the rim is athletic? I don't think the rim, the rim. is I know, but because I'm dunking it and <laughs> hanging on it and rattling it. it. But you would be the athletic one then, not the rim. Well, yes, because it's letting me score. <laughs> hey, I'm 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 trying here. I'm trying. Ain't I'm nothing playing. letting you score. <laughs> I'm sticking by my baby Michael Jordan. And All I'm right. With so, my horrible answer. <laughs> something athletic that rattles. We have baby Michael Jordan or the rim when Brady he's plays. A baby rattle. He's holding a rattle. <laughs> uh, so uh, Jonathan says, just tuned in. My wife and I, Brady, met Brady at a psychedelic furs concert. In yes, Jonathan. Ago. Yes, they're big '80s aficionados. Cool people. And meeting at a concert, and we've been Facebook friends since. And um, oh, I can't we, say Aunt Diane, but you can give me this entire history of uh, how you yeah. met this fella. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jonathan, for tuning in. Hope everybody's yeah. doing all right. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Jonathan gave his own answer. His lungs rattle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how athletic that makes <laughs> you. If your lungs rattle. You're doing a lot of moving. Uh, so Sarah says the rim, but only cause not true. <laughs> uh, Carrie gets it, Brady. She didn't say it was a good answer, but she is yeah. on Todd. But <laughs> she gets it. Yeah. Uh, Gary says Todd, baby Michael Jordan. Uh, Jim says baby Michael Jordan. Christy says baby Michael Jordan. Uh, Tanya goes with Brady. And uh, Miss Wilson says Michael Jordan bobblehead. So that's a, is that a kudo to Todd on his answer? Yeah. All right. So Todd roaring back four to three is our score. Got my eyeballs on the clock here. We got probably time for a couple more the score there. All right. Next question. Something solid. You don't know anything about five, four, three, two, one. Women. <laughs> oh, Brady. I was going to say Pluto. I think you just said. <laughs> All right, so Todd says women, Brady says Pluto, which is not a planet. Or is it a planet again? Is it? Depends on who you ask. All right, so again, uh, just to, if you just joined the room, we're playing a game called Say It. So I have two sets of cards. I have a Say card and I have an It card. They both have different phrases on them. You put the two phrases together and these guys try to come up with an answer to fit the phrase. And uh, Todd said, women is something solid he doesn't know anything about. And Brady says, Pluto. 
the planet, not the Disney dog, by the way. <laughs> well, that you just lost it. I, I was... uh, Carrie just says, <laughs> no, I was insulting myself. I wasn't insulting women. Thank you, Aunt Diane. She uh, got Diane it. Says, Todd. Uh, Jim says, Todd's poor wife. It's <laughs> like, thumbs up to his answer or not. Uh, Gary said, Todd, true story also. <laughs> Women are a guess. Uh, Jonathan says, the unplanet Pluto. So Todd in the lead so far with women's. 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 Gary says, solid. I don't, I don't think she's thrown her gauntlet down on either side of this question yet. She Women is. or Pluto. See, uh, hence, I can't figure it out. Figure them out. Sarah simply asked, would Todd's wife confirm? Would Celia confirm that you know nothing about women? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, Miss Wilson says, Pluto. Carrie does go with Brady's Pluto. And I'm thinking Brady might get this one here. Todd's and I'm surprised. I am too, to be honest. I thought Todd's answer was solid. <laughs> I, no yeah, pun I, intended. I think it was much better than Pluto. I'm going to be a little bit bragging on that one. <laughs> the audience is but never I'm wrong. A, I'm not a sore loser. Brady five, Todd three. Don't call to come back. I got, I got two in me to force a tiebreaker. All right, audience, ready for your votes here. The first card, the say card, says something. <laughs> Soft. The it card says <laughs> that gets your attention. Women. <laughs> if you don't vote women, you're never <laughs> welcome to this episode. Three, two, one. Stop. <laughs> Pudding. Jupiter, go ahead, Brady. Throw another planet out there. They're going to vote for you anyway, man. Throw another planet out there. Uranus. <laughs> no, I would uh, actually vote for that. Because <laughs> it's a guess. <laughs> so, oh. Todd, Todd goes to the well twice with women. <laughs> and Brady says, Pudding. <laughs> Uh, Julia says Todd. Uh, Jonathan says the female race by landslide. Sorry, Brady. Hey, no apologies. I like his answer. I just had to follow that. There's with nothing something. wrong with pudding, though, Brady. I got to be honest with you. I like it better than Pluto. I thought you were going to say you like it better than women. Uh, Miss Wilson, Todd. Gary, oh, Todd. Gary, Todd. Yeah. Jim, Todd. I'm going to be really... I prefer, my, I prefer my pudding. Women like my pudding with the skin on it. <laughs> uh, up again it. Never mind. I'll <laughs> uh, we'll give Todd the point. Please. Do you guys remember that? You remember homemade pudding with the the skin on top? Oh, yeah. The pudding skin? Yeah, that was good. Do you stuff. remember being terrified by it? Like I, No, I, I ate I, it. I loved it. Oh, pudding you, you, skin eater. <laughs> pudding skinner. You, mean you, you eat meringue you on pie, but you won't eat the skin off a of pudding? 
No, I'm saying the first time I saw it, I didn't know what it was. Oh, I thought, I thought you meant you won't eat it. it now. No, no, no. I just remember the first time I saw pudding you skin. Thought, I got and you. It terrified me. Yeah. It's you like, thought it hardened up and got gone bad. Yeah. Eric, will you eat the skin off pudding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you skin meringue. But, but you but eat there's no exoskeleton? There's no comparison to pudding skin and meringue. Meringue is yep. thick, and and and, and pudding is just the an epidermis. consistency of 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 lukewarm spit, <laughs> burnt spit, and and pudding skin just kind of tastes like it's a little more intense taste of the pudding. Confectionery sputum. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, All right. I told you I'm coming four. back. Five to four. Don't call. All right. Next. The say card, something odorous that has great value. Five, four. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let me just mail him out here. Cologne. Cologne. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now he can't say what he really wants to say. Yeah, because I had that answer the whole time, but I that would have been an instant loss, but it almost would have been worth it. <laughs> perfume. Cologne or perfume. Can I do that? Why not? I guess you can do whatever you want. Cologne or perfume, something odorous that has great value. We'll see how the audience sorts this one. Yeah. Anybody's tried to... We, we flipped the script on them. Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> Bacon scented perfume. Jonathan's like everyone else. Like, hmm... Well, which way do you go with that? Man, Gary says, I feel, Todd, I kind of feel like you did the betting $1 over on Price is Right on me. <laughs> yes, you did. Well, because you knew what I was thinking the entire time, so I wanted to stick in that ballpark. Yeah. Uh, Jim says, Gary. Gary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's my cousin, so I get the point, right? Uh, uh, Sarah says that was the time to say <laughs> I was actually going to, but I, I figured everybody would vote against me. We did BB banned from Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Diane says perfume is more expensive than cologne, so Todd. So that, that was hey, equivalent to the, the one dollar price of right trade. <laughs> uh, Carrie says uh, perfume, I guess. So it's like Todd kind of by default with the. Uh, Gamesmanship, the gamesmanship, and it's tied at five. Yes, I predicted it. So, I called my shot. You did. All right, so this will be it. This will be I the tiebreaker for the win. The say card something dangerous, the it card. Found on the floor of a public restroom. 
An STD. Brady. I was going to say excrement. Excrement. Or there. (laughs) Yeah. What what does that mean right there? Like you're holding a french fry there, Brady, by the handle. You can't make that. What does that even mean? Well, I guess because I'm housebreaking a puppy. And you know where they kind of do the, like somebody doing a swirl cone. You know, they they do that. So it seems like all the surprises that I'm finding on the floor look like something that comes from a DQ. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I was making that hand motion and cleaning it up afterwards, the circular motion. But yeah, I'm going to go with some kind of um, I excrement. But it, it did signify a French fry handle, which you think is excrement. That's true. All right. So, so something STD- dangerous. STD or excrement are the two answers, audience. And to clarify, that was something dangerous on the on a I gas station floor. Right? That. Uh, public restroom. Public restroom floor, yeah. yeah. So waiting for no one seems to wanna <laughs> No one wants to seem to chime in on this, but yeah. I will defend my answer. Uh, Brady for his description, says Sarah. So Brady gets one vote. Thank you. I was, it was kind of hard to describe mine with hand hand gestures like Brady did <laughs> in my defense. I guess you could describe an STD with hand gestures. Yes. <laughs> Eric tips over that TV 14 uh, rating there. That was our one F word. Right. Oh, my gosh. Eric for the win. <laughs> Gary says Todd Ooh. for the comeback. Gary says oh. I'm from the 80s. <laughs> Jim says Brady for the win. So we're at two to two. <laughs> Jonathan says, can I buy a vowel? Okay, uh, let me defend my answer. Brady, you were going to defend your answer. Maybe we need to try to argue our answer. You, go, you said you could defend yours. Yes. You go first. I'll allow you go first. Okay. I will say excrement because, you know, we're given our um, biohazard training and one can find hepatitis and typhoid and diphtheria and several several streptococca bacterial infections in excrement. So I'm going to say it is dangerous or, or worms if you walk barefooted through a pig <laughs> and you have an open worms. sore on your foot. Yes. So what is more dangerous than walking barefooted on a bathroom floor that has excrement on it? Walking barefoot and stepping on a needle that has someone has used it that has an STD. That's true. Hmm. So uh, Miss Wilson says STD. Gary says Brady defends Todd. So. Yeah, you set me up with that whole what's worse, what's more dangerous than stepping barefooted on excrement. That's true. But, a table saw. Uh, I, I, mean, I can think of all kinds of things. <laughs> but it sits on the bathroom floor of a public restroom. You're not going to find a table true. saw there. If you but do, you will yeah. find, ex- find excrement. Trust <laughs> you me. Might, I teach you elementary might, school. You might find a needle. Uh, I think it's STD. I think oh. it's Todd. I would rather that. have. I would rather have excrement on my foot. Than an STD. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> That's going to be the greatest quote of my life, by the way, when I'm long gone. I'll be on your shit. He would have rather had excrement on his foot than the STD. Uh, Todd for the win, 6 5. Uh, good game. Yes, good, good game. game. Yes. All right. Thank Very you, fun. audience, Thank as you always, for your input. <laughs> Here. Uh, Brady defends Todd by what is in the turd. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. I think I should get that point back because he just made my case because it was in the poop. Yeah, you you got you somehow finagled that Pluto point, so I don't feel a bit bad for taking this point. He, he has a point there. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Literally and figuratively has a point. All right. Okay. Uh, thanks all. Uh, please uh, join us on audio if you want to listen on audio that will come out on friday morning at 3 a.m as it always does so you can listen on any of our uh, platforms uh our uh website has all the audio on it as well www.playbyearpodcast.com and again you can find the audio and the video right at the top of every page so not hard to find there, and you can go from there and uh, subscribe. Uh, please do us a favor if you do listen to us, let's say on Spotify or uh, some other platforms such as that, uh, give us a good review. Uh, that helps us out. A lot of people listen on Apple Podcasts. Good reviews there help us out as well. Like our it Facebook page. There are a lot of people who are listening on our personal Facebook pages. Go to our Play It By Ear uh, Facebook page. Like the Facebook page there. Uh, that, Helps us out as well in the, in the Facebook land. Definitely. Uh, Facebook all these land. Different, make sure, you, uh, ways make sure to, you set those alarms for 3 a.m. Exactly. So be the first. Can, be the first to listen. And, uh, Jim says, good show, gents. Thank you very much, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. From your input. Yes. Always. All right. With that, I believe we're back on our usual Wednesday next week. Is that correct? Yes. So all, the, all of you who are thrown off tonight by us being on Tuesday, we will be back on our usual Wednesday next week. So join us then. Uh, again, uh, we appreciate all that you do for us. Uh, go to our website, look around, and uh, become a member. Yeah, m- uh, maybe we could clarify just in case we have newer listeners. We we typically, a Wednesday is our night. Um, yeah. But if one of us has something that we cannot uh, get out of you know, for a, for a Wednesday evening, we typically move it to Whichever day works best, it's typically Tuesday or Thursday. Right. So or somewhere in the middle of the week. Yeah. Usually on Wednesday. Never on Mondays and never on Fridays, it seems. Yeah. Or the weekends. Yeah. Okay. With that, Todd, take us out. Peace, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.